What's up, everybody? Welcome to another Untitled Gamecast, episode number 26. Wow, we're episode 26 episodes in, Dom. That's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, we are recording this on Sunday, August 23rd. I am your host, Aiden Gross. And joining me this week, like always, the man, the myth, the legend, Dominic D'Amica. What's up, what's up? We have a great show for you this week. Uh, we'll be talking about the big DC fandom event that was yesterday. It was not the whole event because there was a lot of like um, trailers for movies, comics, games. Did you see any of that really quick? Did you see like the Batman trailer? I saw the trailer for the new Batman with yeah. Robert Pattinson. Oh, it looks awesome. And I saw the trailer for Suicide Squad. Oh, um, I, we'll, be, we'll, yeah. we'll get to Suicide Squad a little later. Yeah, just saying like besides the games, the movies look cool. I think Robert Pattinson fits that role. Uh, so we're talking about that because the games we got from that were uh, Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. So we have that on the list today. We'll mm-hmm. also be talking about the little bit of the Xbox Series X features that were shown off the new Xbox inter- interface video. Not too much to change there, but there's one really cool feature that I like. We'll also be talking about, finally, the announced, we were talking about the Call of Duty Cold War. The full Easter egg was kind of like shown and then they had to put out a video saying it's coming out. And they're doing a full reveal on the 20, sometime this week. That's why this week is a big week. I think it's like the 26th. One of the days this week, they're doing like a full gameplay reveal. And Well, uh, man, you're just going to let them get away without all three names. Because you got Call of Duty, and then you got Black Ops, and then you got Cold War. Right, I know. Three names. So hopefully it's three times as good as any other Call of Duty game. Right. I know, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And then... uh we had some other stuff on the list, but we'll talk about maybe if we have time, we'll get to that. But first, well, first things first, because usually we go to what we're playing. But I just want to do a little shout out because we are uh, first. I want to like because we're named off it and our name is Untitled Gamecast. And during the last week was the N- uh, Nintendo Indie Direct and they showed Untitled Goose Game will be getting multiplayer DLC. <laughs> How great is that? I just wanted to put that out there. How Did you see that, Tom? I did. That's interesting. I'm wondering how how they're yeah, going to work it. It's getting free co-op multiplayer update, which I think that would just mean couch co-op, which you could just play it with someone else, which I think for streaming, mm-hmm. that would be really fun, really funny. And they put like a tweet out on their thing. It was like one horrible goose was the game. And now it says two horrible geese, local multiplayer mm-hmm. coming to all platforms. So played the whole game with friends. So just a little side note, we love Untitled Goose Game here at Untitled Gamecast. So we just wanted to give yeah. a little shout out to that. But uh, yeah, yeah, so what are you playing right now? Oh, what were you um, saying? Well, I was just going to say, for anyone also who's interested in the physical version, I Am 8-Bit has physical versions for Switch and PlayStation 4. Oh, yeah, I've Untitled Goose Games. getting a physical release, right? It's got one, yeah, right. through I Am 8-Bit. See, that's awesome. That's but I'm glad. <laughs> I love for it what I've been playing, um, I picked up Risk of Rain 2 the other day. I've been playing that with some friends, and that's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Okay. My cousin uh, plays it all the time. He loves that game. It's fun, but it's it's kind of like like uh, like Call of Duty Zombies or like Horde mode in that you really only go through to like beat challenges, unlock different things, and kind of do as good as you can. There's no real overarching story, but it's fun to kind of just turn your brain off and play. Right. And I also went back into Destiny Two a little bit, but my uh, my internet situation just got significantly worse so i don't know how much i'll be able to put into destiny 2 oh so. no what else you playing is that all you're playing those are the those are the big two bit of diablo 3 on playstation just with oh, friends right on. that's yeah, not it's not one of my favorites though it's not the best it's good on switch i like the switch port it's a good, good, good. yeah 
Well, good, because I'm actually playing a lot of stuff this mm-hmm. week, which was crazy. Tell me, tell me what you're playing. I'm playing a good amount, and I'm going to – because I was out this weekend, but I still got to bring my uh, PlayStation with me because I was a little bored up there. So I did get to play a lot, and um, God, where did I start? So I'll tell you the games I did play. I got to play Battletoads, which came out. Oh, let's do what in order I'm going to say. Samurai Jack, a little PGA Tour 2K21, the Need for Speed Crossroads, Battletoads, and then at my friends, I got to play Microsoft Simulator. So I want to start with Samurai Jack. Wow. And I was going to ask, ask you a question. Have you watched that show? Did you ever watch it growing up? Um, I watched all of season five and bits and pieces of the other seasons. Okay. It wasn't something like I've actually watched start to finish, but right. Okay. I did watch season five and it's uh, amazing. Uh, no, it's great. I love, I mean, I watched it all growing up, all the episodes. And then when season five just recently came out last year, I've watched that all. It was funny. They put a tweet when the game came out on Thursday or Friday morning. They said uh, on Adult Swim, we're doing a marathon from 12 a.m. all night of each episode of season five. So I just went back and recorded it just because I wanted to watch it again for the the game because not really spoilers, but it takes place right after the, the season finale. So it takes place right after that. Mm-hmm. And before like talking about the game, it's just... It's cool because I was really anticipating this, and it's an Adult Swim game. It actually came out on mobile. It's on a Switch also. Uh, my friend got on Switch. It doesn't. It runs good, but the graphics like there's sometimes a little like pop-ins on the Switch. I'm playing on the Xbox. Um, it's great. It's so fun. I used to love the show. Like I was saying, I was young, but it reminds me of a game from like the PS2 in a good way. It's like a throwback, and it feels like basic but comfortable, and I like that. And uh. It's doing great on Metacritic. I was expecting like 70s or doing 80s. It's like getting 90s on Metacritic. Nah, nah. Forget Metacritic. I'm kind of curious. I want to hear your take on it. Describe no, it to me. No, Paint I am me a word picture. Saying, so, yeah, like, I'm just is it a hack it, and loot? Is it just hack and slash? Is it oh, no, more I'm kind of battle for Bikini Bottom? Tell no, me. No, not not battle for Bikini Bottom. It's more of kind of like a light Dark Soulsy kind of thing. Because you come in there, you have like a hack and slash. You have whole different skill trees. All the reviews are getting great. I, I agree with it. Like it's it's really good. It holds up. Um, the level design's awesome. I put about four hours in. I heard with all the collectibles, it could take up to like fifteen hours. But the skill trees are extensive. You have a, like a bow and arrow. You can hack and slash and get like gold. There's a lot, um, all different enemies. Each world has its own enemy type. If you really, it stays good with the source material. So if you know the show, it really like you're seeing all the like the memorable characters in it the scotsman and like the talking dog and everything and it's even cool like when you kill someone in the show you'd hear that and like it would do that weird sound when they explode and it even has like all the sound mm-hmm. cues of like the show so it's it, it's really good with the source material that's um, really cool but yeah you said kind of like dark souls when i think dark souls i think kind of slow methodical you're working your way through a very punishing environment well, and you it's could not and it's not accessible to most people Right. It's that's like, what I'm saying it's kind of like a light Dark Souls because it's a little methodical, but it's a lot faster too. Because you have like a lock on, you could switch lock on, you have a defense, you have a heavy attack, a jump, you could do like combos. Um, that's why it's kind of like light. The movement feels like Dark Souls. You have like a like a B you could like dash look away and stuff instead of like a roll. Um, so is it hard. more like Devil May Cry? Kind of, maybe like that, a little mixture of that. Yeah. But it's like, it feels like a PS2 game in a good way, like a little like, com- like easy and comfortable. You know what I mean? It's basic, but it's nice. It's, it's the graphics are good. Uh, the, the movement is tight. You know what I mean? It feels snappy and everything when moving. But um, yeah, because it's only about 15 hours. It's hard. It's, it's surprisingly hard. There's four difficulties. The last difficulty you don't get until you beat the game. 
and I'm playing on the hardest difficulty that gives you, I had to turn it down and then back up because then you get a couple more um, techniques, but it wants you to replay it on the harder difficulty after and get more skill trees for that. But um, I like it. It's really fun. It's a really great throwback. I was surprised. And it was just a good time because I was when I really was in Adult Swim and watching all those shows like Dragon Ball Z and that and Yu Yu Hakusha and it, it's just cool. It's cool. It's really it's a good good game. So I'm just getting kind of a little confused now. Just you saying kind of like Dark Souls and the way you're talking about combos and skill trees is reminding me of Sekiro, but it's not that hard, is it? No, that's why it's like almost like that, but pulled back of like. Well, then what PS2 game would you compare it to? Like Ratchet mm-hmm. and Clank, Jack and Daxter, because it Maybe seems like kind that of Ratchet and Clank. Just, okay, kind more of Ratchet. Ratchet. And okay, yeah. so not really Dark Souls, more Ratchet and Clank. Right. Okay. All right. All right. And I like how there's no hub. Like it's like go through every level and get your ranking at the end, and then it's like next level. It's really nice to just pick up and play. So it's not about traveling around the world. It's level you travel from level to level, and it gets into action fast. Every level has their own custom enemies. Like you're fighting zombies and then shirtless ninjas and people with mm-hmm. guns, and so it's good. So leave that at that. Um, one, I've been yeah, it's good. One, I've been playing. I didn't actually buy it, but I game share with two of my friends, and one of my friends really loves golf games. Mm-hmm. And growing up with him, he's gotten every Tiger Woods and he kind of took a break on any golf game and he was like, Oh, I'm going to pick up PJ tour 2k 21. So I was able to download that, put about a couple hours in, you can make your character. It has like the 2k currency, mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's just like kind of a relaxing game. I did about like the tutorials and it's golf games usually hard. They make it different mm-hmm. levels, like easy, medium, hard. And you can, I'm playing on easy. I'm getting 30 foot putts and everything. Mm-hmm. And the graphics are nice. So it's nice to play a golf game, which I haven't played in five, five years. Well, if I remember right, a couple, a uh, couple months ago, you were talking about playing. What was it? What's golf or everybody's golf? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was different. That's like which one? Friends with golf, I think it is called. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so this is more realistic. Yeah, this uh, is like two K, like similar, like because they're basketball, you know, baseball, football, or whatever. All right. So it's would like you compare it more? So it's more simulator than it's not yeah. really arcadey. Not really as much, but it's You're it's not, good. On easy difficulty, is it still is it more arcadey or? Yeah, you can have like more arcadey stuff. Yeah, like there's increment challenges. You can get sponsorships. You can like do small things versus friends. You can have to do 18 holes, but it it gets really detailed and hard. Or you can make it. You can pull back those layers and make okay. it really accessible. All right. So on easy, how easy is it? Do you still need to like control like? what size driver you're using yeah. what size oh, yeah. butter you still yeah, need but to it, but it will kind of like recommend for you okay one on easy yeah it's like oh you want to kind of use this one on this and it will show you how far it will get through each you know each one gotcha um, yeah so i like that i haven't played many hours and i'd put more into jack or samurai jack the other one that because i got bought samurai jack um i had gamefly send me which i didn't know was leaving the next in the queue uh need for speed crossroads mm-hmm. which I mean, it's cool. I like it. It seems like a when movie. When did that come out? That's why I got no big news. I think it came out two weeks. I think it was seven, August 7th. So it, it was funny. I was listening to people that I listen to all the time that saying they'd even give them review codes. And that's usually you showing them Fast and not. Furious Crossroads? Yeah, that's what I meant. The Fast and Furious Crossroads. Did I say Need okay. for Speed? I'm sorry. You, said you were saying Need for Speed. Oh, I said yeah. Need for well, <laughs> Sorry about that uh, chat or everyone here listening to us. Like, that was not the game I meant. That's why it's, it feels like Need for Speed. No, it's Fast and Furious Crossroads. I'm sorry. Okay. 
but yeah, it is uh, Fast and Furious Cross. That see, it's so generic. It didn't feel like that. Um, that's the game that we saw at the end of the video game awards when Vin Diesel came out. And if I don't know if that reflects better on Fast and Furious or Need for Speed that you confuse this like multi million dollar franchise. Well, that's why it's funny yeah. because it's not like didn't this get great reviews. right. Didn't get great reviews. All the people I listened to online, they did, they said they didn't send out review copies. And usually when a game doesn't send out review copies, it's not really that good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. I've played about two hours and it. it's really movie ish. It's it's written um, by I don't know who's writing it, but it's like its own original story. Vin Diesel's mm-hmm. in it. The music's cool. The driving's it's not as fluid as Forza or mm-hmm. like um, what's the one on a uh, Gran Turismo on PlayStation. Gotcha. It's just like arcade. It's more like arcadey. Like you could do crazy drifts, and I like how like some of the ones there's like guns on your car, so you could so, shoot. It's like, yeah, it's like it's more Mario Kart than Forza. Right, but it's like there's missions you could hack people's cars, so it tries to be over the top right. with like Fast and Furious. So it's gotcha. fun, it's cool. And then I ended up on Battletoads, which is on Game Pass this week. And as come working at a retro game store, I, there's always people playing and buying old Battletoads. And I mean, have you played the original Battletoads? No, I haven't. Do you know what it is? I mean, you know what it is. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's three um, made by Rare. There's a lot of Rare jokes in it because how Sea of Thieves is good, and they were like Rare's big game. And and one thing they're like, oh, we're we're taking over by Sea of Thieves now, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's short. It's like four hours. It's more mini games than anything, which is really it's like a side scrolling beat 'em up, kind of like Streets of Rage four that came out. But it's like a Saturday cartoon. It's funny. The 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 writing's good. The drawings are really good. So hopefully I get to play a little more of that. All right. But that is pretty much it. Oh, and Microsoft Simulator, but it's not on mine. My friend has it. It's my PC can't run that, obviously. Not, that game. not Microsoft Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Flight Simulator right? Simulator. Sorry, yeah, okay. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, that, and that game is insane. The, the level of detail of that game, wow. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really good. All right, so that's what we got talking about this, or that's what we're playing this week. And then the first thing on our list, let's talk about Call of Duty. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about it? What do you... What'd you hear? So Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Like you yep. were talking about, this was teased in an Easter egg in-game. Mm-hmm. And then they released a trailer called Know Your History. And the interesting thing about this trailer, there were several things. But one of the ones I noticed most is that the trailer I texted you was unlisted. Right. So that means, for those who don't know, Call of Duty put it up. But you can't search for it. You have to be linked to it you have to follow like click a link to get to it which is kind of interesting because then it spreads like wildfire but it's not something you'll see front page of youtube right and in it they had an interview with a real life kgb defector talking about how the soviet union the ussr goes about trying to destabilize other nations stuff like that saying you know they're trying it in america and if you don't watch out you know you know they're already it's already happening yeah and so this is kind of cool because this is from i think the 50s if i'm right the 50s or the 60s mm-hmm. and it's kind of that idea yeah all i've written down is the 20th century up. so i yeah. think probably around the 50s yeah well cold war was only in the 20th century right so union fell right before the 21st mm-hmm. um but kind of that idea that it's not going to be these tensions just emerging. To me, it kind of gives that feeling of the underdog, if that makes any sense. Kind of like 
this is going to be something already happening and it's going to be kind of uncovering a conspiracy in the same way like the first Black Ops. You're Alex Mason, but you're tied to this chair. You're going through all these things. There's some kind of like overarching narrative Mm -hmm. going on and it's like crazy and you don't know. But those are the kind of vibes I'm getting from it. Right. Um, there was no gameplay. It was just a short teaser. Like you said, they've got a full-on reveal coming up soon. Yeah, this week I'm looking at now, because this week for our next episode we have a lot, because Gamescom is next week. We have the Call of Duty reveal, and then the rumored Nintendo Direct lineup, or leak, so that's good. And I'm reading right now, six hours ago, pre-order bonuses for Black Ops Cold War will reportedly include a playable beta and unlock woods in Warzone, which that's another thing I wanted to say. They made a thing saying this will be Warzone integrated. So they're really you know, pushing wars and they want that to last. Well, and, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, look at how much money Fortnite right. makes where they're yeah. trying, Epic's now trying to go push around Google and Apple. Right, exactly. Exactly. Um, that said, I mean, honestly, I don't even know if you could call that a leak. You could probably just guess that. Woods was in every Black Ops except four. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I didn't play like the, st- like the little story missions they had in four. But right. he was in one. He was in two. I didn't finish the story for three. I don't know if he was in three, but he's kind of like the one of the focused characters. He was in Blackout, so I guess technically he was in four. Yeah. Have um, you seen the like the, the poster well, they reviewed? Um, I did, but let me finish real quick. And then what they did when Modern Warfare Two released, they gave you Ghost. Oh, you're right, right, right. Ghost costume, and then you got yep. a Warpig costume for yep. Wyatt, I think his I name think is. I think it was. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, but so it's kind of like what they were, what they've already been doing, and they've had a beta for every game. Exactly. Like, leading up to now. So, I mean, somebody just making an educated guess probably could have got the same stuff as that leak. Come on, I want a big leak. Tell me... I want to know how good the seat covers are going to look in the next game. Right. Tell me the level of detail on that. Right. One thing I just want to say, you saw the, the cover art picture. That's the most co- like colorful like poster ever. I'm looking at it right now. It's just very colorful. And it looks like yeah. it's going to, there's all these for little those, pictures on it. For those who haven't seen it, go ahead, look it up. It's basically a picture of a soldier split down the middle. On the left, I believe it's um made up of like, pictures of representing like the usa so kind of like images and iconography really cool and when i say stuff like that i mean like commercial images so like billboards advertisements stuff like that that come together to make this half of what looks like a u.s soldier then on the right side i think it is it's made up of like ussr soviet colors you know stuff you associate with soviet russia soviet union making yeah. up what looks like a Soviet soldier. Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting picture. I'm excited though. And I, I, I was asking last week about Halo being re- delayed and how they might spend more time in the Xbox One version or Series X version. Do you think they're going to do it? And like, it's obviously going to come on both consoles, but I want to see how they integrate that. You know what I mean? Um, sorry, like, it's what, a what? Soviet soldier on the left, US soldier on the right. Right, right yeah. I got, the, I got those mixed up. Mm-hmm. And... I don't, they haven't been one to do really crazy upgrades between generations. You know, I think they might 
release a patch, you know, Xbox Series X enhanced or something like that. Right. Um, but I don't see them making incredibly drastic changes, especially because Warzone is going to continue on to these next platforms. True. And I'm going to double check right now, but I think Warzone's meant to be cross-generation. Yeah, I think you're right. I think so. You're right. You can't really have people on one platform having like an increased draw distance, increased cover, um, that the other platform isn't going to get. Right. So it's like that one image you see online where someone has the graphic settings on low and there's no bushes, <laughs> and they can see people just laying on the ground. <laughs> right. Somebody's got their settings up on ultra and they're completely hidden in bushes. Right. But yeah, this is the 17th Call of Duty game in history. So, and something I said on to you that looked at least to me how Modern Warfare was kind of like a reboot. Uh, this mm-hmm. almost seems like a reboot for Black Ops. Do you know what I mean? At least in my opinion, that seems like they're just bringing it back to its roots or something. I wonder if it's going to be a... Because Modern Warfare turned out to be... We thought it would be like a hard reboot, but it turned into more of a soft reboot. Right. And I'm wondering what is gonna yeah i can see him doing something like that right because i don't know after playing the most recent modern warfare you know it's kind of calls into question like all right how much of all this story is still the same right like do modern warfare's one two and three still stand i mean probably because they re-released modern warfare Mm two but like um are they going to redo some of the events of three with black Mm -hmm. ops I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Well, we're probably going to talk about more of it next week when they have the reveal on the 26th. But moving on, we're going to talk about what we saw yesterday in the DC fandom thing was really excited for this. Was I was hyped for it. It looks cool. Gotham Knights, which is done by Warner Brothers, Montreal. I forget, not Montreal. It's Warner Brothers who did Origins, Warner Brothers Studios. And, Arkham uh, Origins? Arkham Origins, correct. Uh, miss me with that. Right. And... uh Everyone that knows me knows I work at like a retro game store and a comic book store, and I love You've Batman. You've said that three times already. Right, yeah. right. So everyone knows. So I love Batman to myself, and I love read all the comics, all the major ones, and I just hope. I mean, I've read all the year one, like the major stories, year one, The Dark Knight Returns, The Long Halloween, you know, Hush, and I have read um, The Court of Owls, and that's what this story is about. But the Court, Court of Owls is yeah, I really like that arc. Yeah, very interesting story. It's a very Batman-centered thing. It's like Batman and the Bat family going against a League of Assassins called the Court of Owls. I'm curious how they're going to do the game because it looks like Batman's kind of faking his death. And no spoilers in the I mean, go read the comic. But uh I'm really curious what they're gonna do. And the biggest thing that that makes this look cooler is that it's a Batman co-op game. And me and you have to play this when it comes out co-op. All right, I'm excited for me and you to play that. Uh, there are four playable characters with Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, and Red Hood. And they, yeah, they said there's online co-op and offline co-op. And like I was saying, besides Red Dead, the Arkham series is probably my favorite game of all time. Um, I know this is done by Warner Bros. and Origins isn't my exactly favorite, but this looks like them like trying to redeem themselves. And it looks oh, really good. When I think of WB games, I think of Arkham Origins, and then I think of Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Oh, right. Yeah. All of which have which are good games. They're good points and their charms, but I don't yeah. really like them. Mm-hmm. Like I've never I never finished Shadow of Mordor. I never finished Shadow of War. And I've tried going back to them. Like the Nemesis system in Shadow of Mo- the Shadow of 
Mordor Shadow of War games. It's interesting, but the story just doesn't grab me, and it feels really kind of old Assassin's Creed repetitive. Right. And Arkham Origins, my biggest issue with that was it didn't feel as polished as the Rocksteady games. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, trying to grapple two buildings... Like, I had just finished replaying through Arkham City, but when I got that and I was trying to, like, get angles on buildings that I could get in Arkham City and, you know, do different glides and stuff like that, and it wouldn't let me. I just remember playing it and feeling let down. I mean, don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong, a lot of the boss fights were really cool, fighting Deathstroke especially. Yeah. But I don't know if... Their games always just seem to be kind of be missing that oomph. Right. And I think this is the last one because if like this is their, you know, three strikes, you're out. Let's give them. I know Shadows of Mortar, it's two games, but I consider that one, you know, one big project they're doing. I give this one the last like big and I'm I'm right. It's Warner Brothers Montreal. I give them one more chance because I really love the source material. I love Batman games and to see them being ballsy enough to like take Batman out and throw this into it. Um, And it was years that we were that we were heard that they were going to do something. Um, it says it's set for release in 2021 for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. I was watching with my friends the live stream of it, and one of my friends said, "Does this look next gen to you?" And I, I know you watched it. I don't know if you remember it too much, but it did look pretty much next gen. I think it was running at like a really high PC because there was a lot of stuff going on on screen with like the lightning and stuff. And they well, showed uh, um, Gotham Knights. Uh, yeah, did you see that whole part? No. Oh, they, they put a gameplay. I, I was tired when I watched the trailer, and I can't just okay. pass out afterwards. It looks really good. They did like a ten-minute gameplay trailer. You fight. They fight. Um, they show a boss fight of you of Mister Freeze after. So, I like it. I think it's cool. Right. And yeah, quick correction. Um, uh, Shadow of War and uh, Shadow of Mordor were done by Monolith. That's the oh, Monolith. Okay. okay. They were published by Warner Brothers. Oh, good. Good but correction. Still, a lot of the same. Yeah. Criticisms still stand. Um, right, right. And I don't know, because I watched the gameplay reveal. It kind of looks open world, like pretty much open world. It says there's going to be five boroughs of Gotham cities for players to explore, and the ability to drive around via bat cycle and like haul like a huge arsenal of combat and gear that as you like grow to progress. The thing that I was thinking that someone pointed out, if you look in the gameplay, when you go up to enemies, they have le- uh, like levels over their head. Like one's level 10, one level's nine. And really making me think like, assassin's creed odyssey it's kind of like that which i think that's what they're doing you know you can't get too overpowered for well, a character that or like um shadow of yeah, mortar right or yeah where like the nemeses have different levels right 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 huh so i hopefully they could do that well um like they said there's uh, four playable characters which these these uh hero games are really going with like four playable characters we'll talk about in a minute the suicide squad that's four playable characters this one is Batgirl, which is kind of saying there's, she's more of a skilled hacker. There's, and there's different fight moves for each one. She has more like jujitsu, grappling, kickboxing moves. Nightwing, everyone knows, is Dick Grayson, the first Robin, who's Batman's prodigy. And he has like, you know, everyone has different fight styles. And mm-hmm. uh, Red Hood would be cool because he just has straight guns. And, you know, from the comics, Red Hood just murders people. So we'll see how that does. And they said that the more people play, you could do like, say you use a certain character. I use Tim Drake or Robin, you use Red Hood. We could do like a different like finisher setup. So it's going to be cool. All the techniques that you could combo together. I like that. I do like that. And the, sounds the kind of like ultimate Alliance, the new one, right? 
right or the marvel avengers beta which not me that is out this week and i'd even put that in my what am i playing this week because it, it's fun it's but it doesn't i want to see that till that's out because i don't like punching people as hulk on a le- enemy that's a life bar like 30 punches to kill a guy that's not realistic mm-hmm. but um yeah i'm excited for for batman i want to see a little more gameplay um i mean really quick because we're going to talk about that are you more excited for this or suicide squad um from what you told me about Gotham Knights, I'm excited about the story, but the gameplay yeah. doesn't sound my deal. I kind of like it when the gameplay and the combat matches the tone of the game. Right. So, for instance, we were talking talking Arkham City, Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's you're facing hardened criminals most of the time, and so it takes a few hits to bring them down. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And the hits feel kind of brutal and stuff like that, and then you have to show like caution if, say, one of them got their hands on a riot shield. Right. You're not gonna be able to just like punch your way through like a sheet of metal. So you right. actually gotta, like jump over them, get behind them. It works. It makes sense. And I'm worried about like what you were saying with Avengers, where it just turns into like kind of an arcadey thing. I mean, I like Avengers. I played probably 30 minutes if I told you to download it. I mean, it's cool. Like, it's cool. It's fun. Um, the character models yeah. look nice, but, but was, it needs to be more there. Yeah. But I'm just going off. Of, I haven't played it yet. So I was going right. off of what you said about Hulk taking a while to, like, punch Yeah, that's not realistic. Or in, like, Ultimate Alliance, you know, that's meant to be a fun co-op game. But enemies don't, like, go down immediately. Right. So I just want, I want the game... I want the gameplay and the story to kind of match up. Um, so I'm hoping they manage to do that really well because that's one thing Rocksteady always got got right really well. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing. Like, even if we kind of go away from those kind of games, that's why I think Saints Row found a lot of success is because it has that wacky Ooh, yeah. tone. Mm-hmm. And then when I go out into the streets, I'm shooting people with mind controlling squids. Right. Right. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm hoping it matches up, but I'm more excited for Suicide Squad because we yeah. didn't, even though we didn't see gameplay or anything like that, we got the trailer set a mood. Um, Suicide Squad looks way longer. Like it looks like a 2022 game. They didn't get a release date. It looks like a little farther along than obviously Gotham Knights is. Well, I think they said 2021. Uh, was, Are you uh, sure? Did they give? I don't think they did. Actually, I think they had a I year. Um, okay. Oh yeah, I'm reading right now. Uh, beyond the blah blah blah, Suicide Squad has a 2022 release window. Okay, so it is 2022. That's a little ways uh, off. But what I'm mainly kind of focused on is the fact that they set the mood in the interactions between these characters, gave some personality. But it doesn't seem like it's just going to be Saints Row with DC characters, if that makes sense. Right, like they show Superman, like melt a guy's face, like you don't see so it, cool. but you see Superman <laughs> light his eyes right. up, and this guard's awesome. head just like explode. Right, it's dark. What's it's the like, full name of the game? It's Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Right, yeah. that's crazy. I'm excited. So, after seeing that, it's kind of one of those things where, just kind of looking at the concept, Suicide Squad is pretty dark. You have these hardened like criminals and murderers who the government puts like 
bomb collars on and sends them out on like assassination missions and impossible like odd right. jobs. Right. Well, let's explain awesome. that really quick. I think that's really and it's also Rocksteady doing it. Um, it is Rocksteady, so I'm excited for that. They have kind of my faith there, but and it's then... just funny to put these like because Suicide Squad you think of like more iconic characters where I'm reading the the comic that's coming out right now and in the comic there's that killer shark. And in the show, the movie, he's not in the movie. So them to pick like Killer Shark, which one of my favorite characters from the comic, it's just kind of like ballsy. Do you know what I mean? It's like totally different. I'm looking right now. The characters you could play as is Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, which think about gameplay wise. Captain Boomerang will probably play really well as a gameplay or throwing stuff at people. Uh, well, Dead they, shot. Showed, they showed him kind of teleporting around. Um, right. Deadshot was jetpacking around and shooting people. Right. And But you're saying more obscure characters Killer Shark's the only obscure one in there. Right, yeah. In that trailer, you had Superman, yeah. who I don't think anyone could call obscure. Harley Quinn, she just got her own movie, and she's right. the thing. Right. Right. And right. Deadshot and Captain Boomerang were both in the uh, most recent Suicide Squad film. Yeah. So these are unknown, and Killer Shark, I'm wondering if they chose him more to have kind of like a brawler-type character. Yeah, I do. Also, there's something they put that I really liked. It said Rockstar appeared during the stream, or Rocksteady appeared during the stream to share some additional information, including the gameplay will include Rocksteady's superhero, supervillain empowerment from the Arkham games, plus gunplay as these villains are more well-armed. So I think that's really cool. They're really, you know, I, I trust Rocksteady with this. Mm-hmm. And it's four-player. It says a one-to-four-player experience. We have to play that. I'm excited for all these co-op games. And he could be completely played in single-player with bots filling in the role of other players. So that's good. See, that's that's actually turning me off from it. I'm like really tired of games trying to make me yeah, I see play you, with yeah. other people. Mm-hmm. Because well, you want to play with me? No, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I like to just turn my brain off. No, I agree with you. And yeah, find my way through things. Like, like Jack, like that's why Samurai Jack's so good for me. Like, I like playing sometimes just a single player no, game. No, no, I totally agree with you. What I was saying earlier, I was talking about Risk of Rain, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like Call of Duty Zombies. I compared it to that, compared right. it to Horde Mode. And all of those things, it's not made harder by having other people. You know, you have to play it differently if you're playing solo compared to if you have others. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. But sometimes you just want to go in solo and be kind of like yeah. see how well you can do. Yeah. No, I agree. So, I definitely agree. If I have to have bots like following me around, spoiling my stealth, like or my approach, it's like, oh, if I take these guys out, those guys over there won't notice. Boom, and then mm-hmm. the other three bots, like, oh, he fired a shot. They go storming the center gates. It's like, oh. yeah, I did like what it does say. Uh, players will be able to jump in at any time. So start a game in single player, have one two players join anytime, which is nice. I love games where you can just jump in. But can um, I turn off the bots? That is a good question. Maybe they'll put more information. I hope. I, I hope. Yeah. Well, all those uh, superhero games, we will give you more information as soon as we hear it because this is something we'll be keeping our eyes peeled for. And then lastly, we're going to talk... Well, we have a little of the cyberpunk, but I wanted to say a no, small we thing. We need to about cyberpunk because we missed it last week and the week before. Okay, you're right. Well, really yeah. quick, let's get to... I just want to say one thing about the interface video. Uh, the Xbox put the new interface video out. We got a video of them showing the new... It was user interface for the Xbox Series X and for the Xbox One. And what took uh, it would take a long time to go through each detail. So if you're interested, you go look that up on YouTube. 
But what stood out to me is it claims to load more than 50% faster when you're booting up the system and 30% faster when returning from a game. 15, not 15. 15. No, I re- I'm, I'm looking. No, it's 50. I'm looking on the article right now. 50% says 50% faster than when booting up the system and 30% faster when returning from a game. Mm. And then and I think that's really crazy. And then really, yeah, you don't think that's crazy? No, I think it's all the same. And I think it doesn't take that long to load back from a game or start up the system. Well, it is. well I want to say this to you. How different is it? That's why I play a lot of Switch games, because the way you can just pick up and turn it off and turn it on and how fast you get back into your game. That's why I see myself sometimes playing Switch games a lot, because I'm not going to like that Microsoft Flight Simulator. My friend has it. It takes like 10 minutes to load up. There's a lot of stuff to load up. Maybe that's not well, a good that's example. Right. But that's the most like detailed game yeah, right. right now. You, need, right. Like, you almost need a server of your own to run right. it. Yeah. At like right. the highest setting. Right. When we're talking about a dedicated console, I mean, with the Switch, it's handheld. So it's meant to be pick up and play on the go, you know, like most tablets are. Right. Into a console, I'm not. What, I'm trying to think what has long load times. Where like, I'm like carrying my PlayStation 4 under a sling right. and a TV in my hand. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a game that you play as long. Like, does Destiny Two have long load times? Uh, it does, but that's not. That's always online. So I'm loading from right. server. That's right. not well, going to be helped. Right. All right. Well, I mean, we'll see how that works. Well, yeah. I don't feel myself waiting on anything. Right. Well, we'll Maybe. see how they integrate that. Yeah, the UI they showed looks the same. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like I don't know why they put out this video. And I think the thing that really stood out to me was that the system, they put out a thing that says the system will connect to a mobile device using a new Xbox mobile app. And when you capture a gameplay clip, it will automatically be sent to your phone, making it easy for you to share to your social media of choice. And that sounds really cool because there's a lot of times when I'm taking gameplay or like screenshots, and I have to like go out of the game and type text on my for my Twitter where I'm posting it to on a controller. It interrupts my gameplay. And I think this is really smart and intuitive. It shows a deep understanding and putting themselves in the mindset of how people are playing their games now. And uh, like you said, I mean, the boot time is not insignificant either because like booting up a game takes a while for me and we'll see how they implement that. You're right on that. I do agree. I do agree. Um, What I'm hearing from like that phone and automatically uploading videos, either A, they're wasting space on my phone by automatically sending things there or Mm -hmm. automatically uploading my stuff to their servers, which I don't want. (laughs) Right. What I'd really like is the one thing they don't, do is just the ability to stick in a thumb drive like i can on my playstation and just copy it over right like i want microsoft to let me take them out of the experience as much as possible and have it still work for me that's the measure of how user-friendly they're making this right yeah that's true that's true um yeah i don't know i'm glad you're excited for it and uh you know i'm looking forward to uh you getting to enjoy that I am excited for that. All right. It's just news and bad news. Right, right, right. All right. So, and lastly, we're going to go with the cyberpunk thing we were supposed to talk about last week, but we couldn't. And I'll let you know. Because I forgot. Oh, yeah, you forgot. It's okay. It's all right. But, um, yeah, what were your, like, thoughts on that? And what was this one called? This this video was the Night City Wire. Night City Wire. And this was the third one. Okay. Um, I think it's their second. Yeah, okay. I think it's their second episode. But this two. is what CD Projekt Red has been doing to kind of show people what the game's about leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And they showed off gunplay. They showed off um, 
a video of the Swedish punk band Refuse talking about becoming the in-game band Samurai, which was interesting. Oh, yeah. But we're going to shove all that to the side because what I want to talk about is the life paths. Basically, when you start the game and you start making your V, oh yeah, you get to decide where V comes from. He can either be a corpo, you know, he made his name climbing the corporate ladder, doing dirty jobs for them, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. part of the system. Or you can be a street kid, you know, born on the street, fighting for survival, living among the gangs, and kind of like had to grow up quick, had to be tough, kind of that kind of upbringing. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Nomad where you're from outside the walls. You're from out in this, like, in the desert surrounding this mega city. Right. And it's kind of about, you know, being part of a tribe, living free, and then circumstances bring you into the city. And depending on which path you pick, it's kind of like in a Fallout game where if you have different perks, you can choose different conversation options. Mm-hmm. So for instance, talk, doing a job for a corporate character, a character with a corpo background will be able to say, look, we know this is what you're after. We looked for it. It's not there. Where right. a street kid will just say, hey, you told me to do this job. I did it. I, I don't know what you want from me. Right. You know, you'll get more dialogue options, different paths depending on what you pick. So what are you thinking you're going to go with? Ooh, I don't know yet. I hate to pick like a, such a big game like this. Like what I'm going to, I just don't know. Cause there's still so, so much stuff I want to like find out and have it in my hands to really decide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I, I wish there was a beta for this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I really wish there was like a beta that I could like, just try, try this oh, out. No. And I read, I read something. It's a CD Projekt Red says there's no beta following email scam attempts. So I wish that, I mean, this seems like a game that I'm going to be playing over and over and over, which seems all these details you keep hearing about this game. It just, this seems like a game that CD Projekt Red wants us to play for years and years and years and have different outcomes and stories each time we play it. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for that. I'm excited how this integrates with like the brain dance stuff we saw. I, I'm I just, I'm really excited for this. I think this could potentially be my game of the year i hopefully because right now it's between time between last of us and ghost of shima this could blow me out of the water we ended this year on three great games i remember remember at the beginning of the year there wasn't that many games out and with all the delays and covid i didn't know what was going to come out so all, all i'm hearing is dominic i'm skipping over doom eternal final fantasy 7 remake and resident evil 3 yeah no and i love those right those are my top three but i think ghosts and you, know, you keep are just... getting them you want to know what you just forgot too that i didn't even bring up animal crossing or fall guys (laughs) or fall guys your your neighbors in animal crossing are like they're looking at you right now like dude right yeah i know i gotta go check on them now (laughs) but this is exciting because every we did last year at the end of the year we did our little game of the year watch and we'll probably do that sooner or later because we're already in august it's gonna be exciting one what they do um can Animal Crossing be a game of the year? I was listening to a podcast about that a couple days ago. Can Animal Crossing be considered a game of the year? Is that really even a game? Because they were saying about that Microsoft Flight Simulator, like it's an amazing game. Could that because that's only if you look at it. Uh, IGN gave it a ten. All these places gave it a ten. It's the number one besides uh, I forget what other game it is, but it's like a ninety-three on Metacritic. So if you're looking at first-party Microsoft games, it's the highest-reviewed Microsoft game this year, just by themselves. And you know what I mean? It's like Animal Crossing for older people. You know what I mean? Because like forty-year-olds love it. it's a simulator, and it's cool. Well, I think that, that 
begs the question, could Madden or FIFA right. be Game of the Year? Could Football Manager? Because those are all based on simulations. Well, don't they have a sports Game of the Year? Uh, do they? I think they do. Or... I'm sure they have categories for it, but in the end, I think when we're talking about games, especially a Game of the Year, it comes down to which game did we have the most fun with. Right. And when like, you can, you can, yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm not having, I didn't have fun with it. Right, right. Um, you know, it's crazy. You remind, me of, you remind me of Doom Eternal, which how much I was raving about that. And now having, you know, it takes a couple months, like after you play a game and it sinks in, you really think about it. I'm now thinking after all these years reflecting on it, did I like the first Doom 2016 or Doom Eternal more? Like, I don't know. I mean, I think I liked the 2016 Doom. Just cause, and I love Doom Eternal, but 2016 Doom was just the first time. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was so new. Going, I mean, like Ghost of Tsushima is good, mm-hmm. but I haven't picked it up since the last time I said I did. You know, it's been a few weeks, right? Right. It's through Resident Evil Three in like one day. Like I couldn't stop. Yeah, Resident Evil was great. Yeah. So I like brought a question of what makes a good game, and can a game that's just a lot more fun be game of the year over a game that's like got a great story but isn't very fun to play right right yeah that's true no but so that is true all right well moving on there asked you earlier though i'm probably gonna go corpo oh yeah interesting the idea of like kind of being able to access like kind of like what kind of connections i can get in these like giant halls of power Mm -hmm. like what kind of people i can know that'll help i think it'll be interesting Right, right, right. Now I'm excited. Well, that looks like all we have here this week. We have a good a good show. Next week we'll have a good show also because next week we have the official review of Black Ops Cold War, like I was saying. We'll talk about that. Yep, we have a, on a good show. We do our yep. best. We do our best. We have, the, we have the rumored direct leak, or the Nintendo direct leak, which I hope that is the Mario anniversary they're going to do. And then Gamescom starts next week, which I didn't even know, Dom. And I was looking at, I know you don't like him, but I was looking at Jeff Keighley's Twitter and he said, to start off Gamescom, it's going to be announcement for season two of Fall Guys, and it's not, I would it's not him that I don't like. I'm, I'm fine with Jeff Keighley. I just don't get why he's as big as right. he is. Right? Yeah. He's a Greg Miller. I think right. Greg Miller is. <laughs> but um, just to end on that. Yeah. If you're out there and you're listening to us, dude, you've got better things to listen to. Come on, come on. But um, I do like you, Greg Miller. So, <laughs> but um ending that what do you want to see from season two because i had a lot of friends say different things like do you want to see like a different obviously they're going to add different mini games but hopefully they add like a different like a battle pass or like just different stuff they add because i think they really have something good on their hands there i don't think they need to really add anything big i think just quality of life maybe cycle out in some new mini games cycle out some of the old ones like if they were to get rid of the like uh tail tag i would right i would be upset about that that to me that's like first one <laughs> i think cool. um the biggest thing they can do is keep in the all-time greats like uh slime mountains really good but oh, then absolutely. cycle out the ones that aren't doing so so well and try new mini games um yeah no i think it's pretty good as it is Mm-hmm. yeah no I, I like it i want them to put because fortnite's doing it this week they're doing all the marvel stuff like now marvel's really getting with fortnite i want them to put like superhero uh 
like cosmetics in Fall Guys. That'd be so funny. Like a I love it. Yeah, that'd be good. I love All it. Right. It's like a, a watch as we uh, sue Google and Apple for delisting us because they won't give us more money. Right. And you release all these Marvel skins. Right. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, that looks like all the time we have for today. Thank you guys for listening to another Untitled Gamecast. I'm Aiden. I'm Dominic. And we are out. <laughs>